Now, guys, welcome back to the pod, and we got a special guest with us, you know, the outlier, Marilyn. Today, we're going to be talking about the fall of masculinity. So, let's start with that topic, and let's start with it. It's great to have Kevin on today, who's a big speaker, big public speaker in the realm of masculinity. He hosts his own podcast with uh, two other people, Gatekeepers Podcast, which is a very, very good podcast. I've, I've got a question that's completely off topic in a minute, though. Uh, what's happened to Ali? Is he still, is, is he still taught to you guys? Say that again. What's happened to Ali? Does he still speak to you guys? Because he's never on the Ali. podcast anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's lost interest in the YouTube scene, so we're just going to keep oh. carrying on, you know? He's always free to come back and... You know, hop on a podcast with us, but for now, I don't think it's looking likely. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. yeah. No, just because I, I was a bit worried about him, to be fair, because I remember, I remember he had that, uh, he had like a bit of a spiral, didn't he? Something to do with his mental health, I don't know. I wasn't completely yeah, in the way. He's doing, he's doing better now, though, but um, yeah, I don't think he's coming back to YouTube, but who knows? Who knows? He might Yeah. yeah Ale, yeah. if like, you're watching, bro, come on. Come back, bro. This is your call. We need you back in the YouTube scene. He, he definitely had potential. Definitely, had, that's a, that's a good topic to yeah. start on. Though we could we could speak about the fall of men's mental health in general, and mm. where do you think that stems from originally? Mm. Well, if you want to ask me personally, I do not think it is by accident, right? I I, I think everything is done on purpose. You know, if you want to call it done by the higher ups or the elites whatever name you want to put on them i think everything is you know played out in a certain type of way right with the rise of social media and with the rise of yeah all these different platforms that are coming out you think it would make everybody more connected but it has actually divided so much people right nowadays the modern man is extremely lonely all these platforms to talk to people and you know reach out to other people but yet we're so devoided. We can't even speak to one another. Everybody is hateful. Everybody is nearly against each other. You know, there's left, right. There's, you know, all these different groups just all against each other. And I think, you know, they want us to be divided this way because we're easier controlled and we're in our own little smaller groups rather than we're all together as humanity, you know? The rise of social media has really divided us and it has made us very, very comfortable, I believe. Just look how easy things are. We've got, you know, if you want to get a girlfriend, you hop on Tinder, a few little swipes and you've got a girl. You know, there's stuff like prawn, there's there's, there's everything, right? You can get instant pleasure from this phone. And that in itself is very detrimental on the mental health. I believe men should go through suffering. They should go through hard work. They should really be out there, you know, in the trenches using, you know, their strength, if that makes sense, right? They should be out there building, you know, building that mental fortitude within, right? And most modern, like most modern men today, they lack purpose. And whenever you lack purpose, you will fall more into the pleasure, right? This is why I'm always talking about men, like find your purpose. If you don't know what it is, just get out there and do something, right? Even if it's just, I don't know, even if you, even if it's just a podcast, right? If you, you just got to set your mind to something. Like so many people, they, they don't have anything that they're setting their mind to. They're just going by day by day, just going with the flow. It's a very feminine mindset, right? This feminine mindset has been breathed into us man since we were boys you know being taught to just sit down in your chair like a good little boy in school and was raised to not really do any masculine things as a boy you kind of grew up very very feminine and when you grow up with all this feminine energy around you you know all your teachers were most likely females and we never really had those masculine role models to look up to right we've grown up with this feminine energy and we as boys we grew up very feminine and this threw us off of our natural balance our natural way should be you know masculine and when we are in our feminine it breeds so much mental health issues a lot of people do not even realize this it's crazy like the amount of people that don't realize it like you can just take one look at tiktok (laughs) you know what i mean the amount of people that are that are against masculinity in, in general it's 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 crazy right 
it's almost like a sin to be masculine nowadays <laughs> you're almost put down for it i don't know have you guys experienced anything like ever being put down for trying to be too masculine in your, in your lives I, th- I think yeah 100 i was gonna say like it, it feels like that all the time it almost feels like you've constantly been suppressed and mm. to an extent i feel like you can get on here and talk so much about being masculine being like the most macho guy and speaking out for what you believe is right but when you put in those societal positions when you're actually in a, a conversation with people who all are, say blue pilled and all believe in like the, the the new thing the new thing the thing that's been talked about on the big stage you almost for social acceptance you almost self-suppress yourself um and i don't necessarily think that's a good thing but i think that is um pointing to the fact that we should be able to build communities of traditional ways of society like we, we should promote uh being men we should promote being women we should promote the masculine and the feminine but yeah 100 percent, i feel like just day to day you become so suppressed that you almost suppress yourself and it's like you can't express the masculine energy in the ways you want to so it, it sort of becomes bottled up and if you imagine suppressing yourself so much that the, the energy has really nowhere to go so it becomes erratic and then you engage mm. the the remaining energy is basically put into things that aren't necessarily healthy so like yeah prawn uh yeah like tinder and stuff like that going out drinking like raging and things like this like rage culture i remember watching um the what was it it was a it was about a festival uh woodstock in 1999 i watched the documentary on it and essentially all these kids went absolutely crazy during this festival and they were angry at the the promoters and the people who facilitated the festival because they basically just like treated them like farm animals and the the energy just was dispelled in these fiery ways where people were literally like making fires and tearing buildings down and things like that and i think that is just such a good uh focused meta analysis on how society will behave if men are kept caged but i, I genuinely think it, 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 there is a turning point coming where people are, like men are getting angry and they're starting to realize that we have been feminized um mm. but there yeah then society creates these distractions and things for people but to be honest i really do think that people are starting to see people are starting to lift the wool off their own eyes and see that those are just distractions and we should return to the masculine and the feminine so yeah to mm. sum up your point I, th- I, th- I think you're always suppressed as a man in today's day and age um yeah I really think it's hard to just, it's just because we've moved so far away from our natural ways that it almost becomes impossible and it feels unnatural to behave in any other way than we've been programmed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, what about you in Gombe? Yeah. Like, you see, if you try to show your masculinity, you know, the average NPC will say that you're toxic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, toxic masculinity. Like, we all here know that doesn't exist, but that's what society says, like, just to make men more weak and to make the mental health of men much worse. And I'd like to give this analogy to compare masculinity with the snake. You know, we all know that a snake is toxic, just like how society says that a man is toxic if they become more masculine. Like, we all know that with a snake, its most dangerous weapon is its venom. A snake is useless without its venom. A man is useless without his masculinity. That's how I kind of see it, to be said. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good point. I fully agree. Re- like, I think I think it, it's definitely not an accident because we just take one look at the media, what's being pushed, what's popular nowadays. Like, look at all the shows on Netflix and all the, the main popular things coming out of Hollywood over the past couple of decades. It's all been to empower the female, right? I mean, I've got nothing against females and female, you know, that sort of narrative. But the way they're pushing it is it, it's to make the female come into, the, into their masculine, to get them out of their femininity, to throw everything just out of balance, right? Like, just look at 
I don't know, for example, shows like The Simpsons and whatnot, like all the male, you know, father figures, they're all absolute idiots. Look on Netflix, most of the male, you know, actors and the people that they try to portray as like the men in the modern media, they're all idiots. They've got no masculinity. They've got no, you know, they've got no good traits that people can almost look up to. Now, why do they do this? I believe they're trying to do an attack on the father figure, um, essentially, so that they can influence the kids more, right? Because when a kid does not have a good father figure, his energy is diverted out into the outside world, right? Just all you got to do is take one, like one look at a, at a, a how we say it, a wild kid, right? Let's say there's a kid, he's he's involved in gang violence or even a girl, right? She's out, she's, let's say she's got an OnlyFans account or whatever it is, right? You look into their life, 99% of the time, they do not have a, a good, you know, male role model. They do not have a good father figure in their life. So they end up becoming wild, right? And they want to do this attack onto father figures simultaneously while pushing propaganda and influence onto kids in school. This is why we're seeing a lot of these... I don't. I don't want to get your your channel taken down or anything, but uh, just a lot of let's just let's just say it like this: propaganda that has been put into the school system from kids that are very young, right? And now they're growing up, all this stuff being fed into their mind, and without that proper male father figure to look up to and for them to guide them, they're confused. They've got this different different mindset now on on, on their head, right? They're confused, and now. I don't know about you, but the next generation, like, it's not looking good. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but, yeah, it's it's kind of scary when you think about it. So this is why this is why I kind of talk about this stuff a lot. Like, it's it's so important for people to to know and realise, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I, th- I think, yeah, like you say, when, when you haven't got a solid father figure, I'm not saying that I don't have a solid father figure. I, th- I think my, my dad does the best he can and appreciate it from everything it does but I think he's quite feminized but I think when people don't have father figures in their life um, you almost look to government as a father or the yeah. world you're always looking for when you're a kid you're always looking for things to imitate and people to imitate so if you don't have a father figure who's telling you do this do that you're just going to look to modern media and popular culture that's going to become your father almost and you're going to take the morals and ethics from that and that's going to internalize and uh, manifest you into the essentially the child of the world um, yeah I, I 100% agree like it's it's like the role reversal where the woman is almost taking the place of the man in today's day and age where it's like uh, females are taking the toxic masculine traits that they say are so bad for men to have like you'll see shows like She-Hulk and things like that, where she's just an outright. She hit. I, I don't know if anyone's seen the show. I yeah. haven't actually seen it, but I've heard really bad things about it. I've heard. Yeah. It. <laughs> but it's uh, the whole show is just drivel about how men are awful people and uh, don't deserve anything and they don't work for anything and they're all stupid and. Oh, all my problem, all all my problems are because of men, and uh, but the, the, then the whole show, it, it, they don't do anything to show how like there's no good representation of females. It's just them being shown as men. If that makes sense, it's completely like, well, mm. you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? Like you can't say toxic masculinity is bad, and then write your characters or portray people in, in popular culture that are toxically masculine do you know what i mean it's it's almost like they're trying to feminize men and masculinize women which is sort of a role reversal it's like a flip and then on the note of yeah like the the trans stuff in today it's, it's, it's a bit like what's going on like why is there this uh ambiguity and creating confusion for kids about what gender is and why are they trying to manipulate and change gender mm. that i've got a question about that like why do you think that could be the case like why do you think they're trying to if that's your opinion why do you think they're trying to change the roles around hmm. 
Well, I think you always got to look at it from their point of view, right? Let's say you're a so-called leader of the world, right? Let's say you've got some sort of power. Try to put yourself into their shoes. Now, why would you try to manipulate people, try to change people's minds into thinking a certain way? And I've talked about this for a long time, and the same answer that I just keep coming back to is to just remain in power. When you have a population of weak men, you can remain in power for as long as you want, you know? Nobody's really going to rise up against you. When you have a population of men who are confused and they put all of their energy into all of these small little issues. Oh, what gender am I? All this BS, like, you know what I mean? Like, the population is confused, man. They don't know, they don't know, what, they're, they don't know what they're at. You have so many people going to, going to college to study gender. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is that all about? Not really a real subject, is it? When you think about it, like, how how stupid is that? Like, that's what your life has amounted to. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, these people are lost, and they just need to be guided. They need, We need to bring back masculinity. And these people, I just think, they, they, they just want to stay in control. They, don't, they want to stay in power for as long as they can. And I think they'll do whatever they can to stay in, in power, right? I, I believe Andrew Tate put it, he put it very good. He said it before that. Um, I, I can't remember the exact way he said it, but I'll, I'll rephrase it, paraphrase it, um, right? Let's say you're in school and you're, you're, you're doing a test. Yeah, how many of you guys have ever cheated on a test or seen your friends cheat on a test? Yeah, yeah I cheated a few times, but like not openly. yeah but like humans by nature they always look for the easy way out easy way out of things yeah like it's just by nature we 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 always try to go for the comfortable route right now do you think the people above us the higher ups the elites do you think they won't cheat us to stay in power no of course not they're gonna they're gonna cheat their way they're gonna lie they're gonna throw in propaganda and manipulate us and whatnot to stay in power of course they are do you know what i mean yeah you're talking about the um the basketball analogy that andrew tate uses where it's like having a game of basketball 1v1 and whoever wins gets 10 grand it's like you saying you wouldn't cheat to win that 10 grand yeah so basically that's saying one, like yeah, yeah 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 obviously you're gonna <laughs> cheat so why wouldn't the people at the top cheat to get ahead yeah yeah, yeah that's it's like one, yeah. it's like the saying absolute power corrupts absolute it's almost mm. like it's in human nature to just become corrupt at some point. And I think I think it's almost cyclical. I think we on this channel, being the occult pod, we often talk about the cyclical nature. I think Engel made a agree. It is that as bad as it is, I think it's also uh, something that's just completely cyclical and out of our control. And we should stay neutral and not, get too angry over it if you know what I mean and just try and stay in your own bubble and not let things outside of your control affect you so much um it's like the cycle what is it strong men create good times good times create weak men weak men create hard times hard times create strong men it's that cycle it just keeps going and going and it's like the serpent the, what's the in God, what's the thing called the serpent I've got it's called well, that the bite its own tail yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Greek word. It's called the Ouroboros. The Ouroboros. There you go. So it's like it's biting its own tail. It's just going back around in circles constantly. And obviously we have a lot mm. of representation of the serpent in today's society, in, in culture, like you see in the WHO's. Uh, their logo is a, a serpent on a staff. And obviously you have the story in the Bible. I know you're a Christian. Um it talks about the obviously the story of Eden and the devil coming down as a serpent. Um, but I wonder if you think that story has any validity, and do you think that we are heading for hard times in the very near future? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Hmm, good point. Yeah, is it a good thing or a bad thing? I definitely think we are heading for hard times. How soon is it? Who knows? Who knows? I think it can be a good thing, you know? 
there will be a lot of bad things about it in itself, but I think for the overall narrative to play out, I think it will be a good thing. People's eyes need to be opened to the truth and people need to realize like they've been living a lie their whole life. They've been living in, in their own in their own comforts for far too long and sooner or later they're gonna get called out for it, I believe. But the good thing about it all is it, I think it will it will bring rise to a new level of masculinity that we that we need. And yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think we're going into hard times or, or what? I'll let you go, go be. For me personally, I see both sides. I think the hard times you see with the NPCs, you can't wake them up at this point. There's too many feminine men, so it's like, you know, if you follow conspiracies, hear about the Great Reset and what happens to all the people when there's a reset? Do they just get wiped out? So that's why I think if this society gets destroyed in a sense, there'll be a new society. Would that be full of masculine men? Possibly. But I also think this world could be heading into a more equal world in a sense, because if you think about God, you know, create what we call, you know, we, we call humans, the emphasis on man, you know, you got man, woman, mankind, even female. So it seems like this world originally was designed to be male-oriented. And then over time, because change happens due to time, it seemed like that male-oriented world has faded away to become more equality. And I think that the, the key point with the equality thing was when they allowed women to vote. Now, I'm not misogynistic, but like I think maybe that was the, the starting point <laughs> to where they're now pushing like the equality and gender oh, pay gap and all that nonsense. <laughs> It all started with the women being able to vote. We, should, should we <laughs> let's yeah. let's go back further. It all started with women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. Like, I'm joking. If anyone says like for women that are saying like about politics and like, politics isn't even real in the first place, so doesn't matter if uh, if I get attacked for it. Mm. Yeah, That's it's all an illusion. Definitely. So. So, Kevin, what, what would you recommend men do to make themselves stronger in the modern world? What sort of things do you do, either on the daily basis or on a just in general life? Like, what do you think is a good thing to do to be able to be masculine? Well, you definitely need to get yourself out of the comfort zone, right? I think every man should be getting themselves in the gym and into some sort of martial art just to constantly take yourself out of that comfort zone and to humble yourself there's a lot of things that you can learn not only physically but mentally just by going to just just by getting hit in the face you know what I mean like uh, a lot of people just need to experience that a couple times in their life to I don't know take them out of this illusion (laughs) because like what does it do it takes you out of your comfort zone when you are too comfortable as a man you throw all your purpose out the window. You don't want to fight for anything. You don't want to stand up for anything good, right? And when you've got the majority of men thinking this way, you're just going to be controlled. But if you've got the majority of men who will stand up for something, they're not afraid of a bit of confrontation. They're not afraid of these things. You know, society's going to be better. So I think you should strive to do something that you are afraid of nearly every every day if you can. Like, I try to do something that I'm afraid of every day. And what this does, it keeps me on the edge of that. What will you call it? Just the edge, of, at the edge of your, at, at, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call it, but. <laughs> <laughs> at well, the edge. Keeps you, keeps you on your toes, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and what that does is it builds, a, it builds mental strength. It builds mental fortitude. We see a lot of people nowadays, they're soft. You say one thing towards them and they're nearly breaking down, crying. They can't handle it. This whole effeminate society is breeding softness to where words are now extremely hurtful nowadays. Like people are, you know, I've seen many people, you know, like, well, I've heard, or I should say, I heard stories of people like committing suicide over the words they received off of people, and it's just, a, it's just a sad state to be in, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think when she, when you do something so fearful, you realise that your problems, like your small problems that you worry about every day, are really inconsequential and don't really make a difference to your day to day life and shouldn't affect your mental health. Um, but yeah, I, no, I, th- I think I need to do something like martial arts because it's something I've always been debating, but I've just never got around to doing it. Do you, how, what, what would you say the most common thing for you to do, like on a daily basis, is to get you out of your comfort zone? So something that you fear every day. Is it something big or is it something small, like a cold shower? Mm, yeah, definitely the cold shower. Like I, I think no matter what you do, the cold shower will always feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There's many things we can do in our life, like go to MMA and whatnot. But over over like a long period of time, it will become comfortable again because we get used to it, right? Mm-hmm. But I, what I've found is no matter what, every time you get into that car shower, it's always uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, man. Every, every single time, man. Yeah, yeah it's like, never easy, is it? It's never easy. You expect it to get easier. Yeah. You really yeah. do. <laughs> it's like some real man, like... When I first did doing cold showers, I changed the water to hot again, but I, I thought, and like this, I'm going to stop that, just get into a cold shower and do it. And every time, it's, it's pretty hard, but you get used to it. And it's, you know, it never gets easier, actually. Like, I thought it'll get easier, I'll get used to the cold, but you never do. But yeah, it's mm. crazy. But I don't know about you guys. After you do something extremely uncomfortable, something that you're like afraid to do, once you complete that, the level of relief, just the level of satisfaction and feeling proud of yourself, like that feeling is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Like after a cold shower or let's say after that sparring session that you've been putting off for so long, after you do it, you just feel so good, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like the rest of your problems in your mind get silenced because you've accomplished something. Whether that comes from a boost in testosterone, something mm. phys- physiological, I'd, I'm not really sure. But I know for certain, yeah, 100%, once you've done something that's quite hard to conquer, you've, you've accomplished it, you're like, yeah, go on, I can take on the whole world now. Have you ever, have you ever tried um, an ice bath? That's something I want no. to try. You've never tried an yeah. ice bath? No. Maybe, maybe you should try that. I'll, I'm, I think I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to try it, but it's it's something you've yeah. got to build up to. I think I don't think you can just do it straight away because it's just mm. such a big mental challenge. And then I was thinking, like, where are you going to get the ice from? Do you know what I mean? Like, you need a lot of ice to fill up the bath. Yeah. And I'm going to look a bit weird, like taking my ice upstairs and pouring it into the bath. My parents will probably think I'm insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where Ngombe has gone now. <laughs> <laughs> you still there? I'm back. I'm back. Oh, no worries, mate. Thought you disappeared. No. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be. Have you got any questions, Kevin? Um, just wondering, what made you decide to be more masculine? I just see so many people nowadays, like being weak, submitting to weakness, not standing up for anything, and I look at that with a level of sadness a level of even a little bit of anger you know i know it's out of my control and i shouldn't really you know feel for it too much but i just do not want to end up like that because i I grew up very weak and i had so many mental health problems because of it and once i found once i started to become more masculine tried to boost my testosterone go down that path i've noticed a lot of my mental health problems just disappeared so i'm like this works like this is this is it like people need to know this yeah yeah no 100% no I, I agree like I think that's probably the case for 99% <clears throat> of men who are on this journey where it's like they've suffered so long with mental health issues just because they've been told whatever they're doing is right like oh yeah pro- prod's good for you um yeah be a be a feminine play with barbie dolls and stuff like that and then you get yeah. old and your body's out of whack and you feel old, you get headaches and things like that. And brain fog, you're like, why am I getting this at this age? Yeah. And then the, you'll go to the doctors and the doctors will just say, this isn't a smite against the medical industry, but it's like, they'll just prescribe you some drug that they've read the notes on. And they're like, oh yeah, have this. And then it just makes you worse. But yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Just makes it worse. 
I found like the most the best way to live is nearly the most natural. Like I I don't ever really go near medicine. I'm I'm not gonna no. recommend people to, to live like me, like because I know in some certain cases you will need medicine, but for the majority of your cases you don't need medicine. There are natural remedies to everything. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I try to veer away from medical procedures. Well, not procedures, but like medical. Yeah, medical. Yeah drugs and stuff like that as much as possible because I know how much you can fuck with you. Like it's a it's a it's a band-aid. It, the thing is it never gets down to the root cause. It always just addresses the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So you're just putting a band-aid over what the issue is. Yeah. And you're not getting That's down to fact. the root and it's it's not solved from the root. So it's going to come back again eventually. Absolutely. Always. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to drink raw milk. That's all you need to do. That's it bro. 100%. There's five oh, seconds okay. left on this. Is is that all good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With my raw milk. Hey, guys, this is raw milk. You can pick it up from anywhere, like a local farm or something. It's really good for you. Great nutrients. Yeah. Good for your balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So having natural things from living the most natural you can. Today, I literally went to it's kind of weird. It's not weird, but um, I was looking into spring water, like because obviously tap water's pretty terrible, and obviously there's a lot mm. of chemicals. I don't think it's so bad around Yorkshire. I don't know how it is in Ireland or Birmingham, but I know like USA and stuff is terrible. But I, I, I decided to take myself to a local spring, and I sat there for like twenty minutes filling up a load of bottles with spring water. So I'm gonna try that later. But yes, yeah, it's, it's about returning to how natural we were back in the day and obviously like you know what i mean living as natural as possible yeah. to accommodate for our bodies 100 percent, i agree i think the water in ireland is is pretty bad as well from the top there's a lot of fluoride in it and and whatnot which is just a no-go mm. hell no i ain't drinking that um but um, yeah, I, I fully agree. Like we should definitely return back to nature. There's there's even some like scientific studies into how beneficial just standing beside a tree is for our bodies. Yeah, like there's stuff right in nature that is actually like it's like a healing property to us. And then there's actually stuff in technology, like computer screens, phones, that is actually like a damaging process for us. I can't think of the, the actual scientific wording. I think it's called like negative ions and positive ions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They like affect the body, right? Yes. And I think the nature, it gives off negative ions, which is actually beneficial for your body. Hmm. And then the computer screens and all that is positive ions. And like, I've even noticed like, even just going out, standing on grass, barefoot, just feeling so good after it. Have you guys yeah. ever like experienced like doing that? Yeah, I've done that before. It feels very fucking yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah ground, grounded's fire. I, I love grounding. Sometimes I, I did it the other week where I went. I went for a walk, and I was walking along like a, the, the side of the canal, and I, I was barefoot, and I had to give up after a while because it was hurting so much. But then you look at people across the across the globe in like countries like Africa where they don't have shoes and they just walk like that everywhere. So I, th- I think it's quite unnatural for us to not be able to walk on hard surfaces. I think back in the day, people would have just been walking without shoes. Yeah. Um, obviously, today you have things like glass lying around and things like that. They're actually going to damage your feet. But I do think we sh- this should be a lot stronger. And yeah, like you said, like uh, it's a positive process that your body goes through when you when you stand on grass because of like the negative charge you get which is i think i think this is the science behind it i think it's when the earth obviously like a lot of mineral things build up under the surface of the earth and there's like um lightning when lightning strikes it charges the earth essentially so you're picking up that charge and that helps charge your body i think i could be completely wrong but yeah like you say, yeah, there's things you can do like that little. And and sunning your balls as well. I was going to ask Zell about that, but it's not here, is it? So. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever sun mm. your balls to uh, boost testosterone? I would like to give it a, like a try, but there's nowhere to do it without getting caught, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've you know, just go to a random one. field. Just some random field. Like, most fields are owned over here. 
and farmers just come and go as they wish. Like, imagine a farmer just comes along and they just see me in the field. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, mate. I've only done it once. I've done it at like the top of a hill where I just saw the sun. So, yeah. Don't know if I'll do it again, though. It's quite hot afterwards. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I don't think you're supposed to do it like for that long, are you? I think you're only supposed to do it for about five, ten minutes at a time. I don't really know the yeah. science behind it, but yeah, especially since like if we, we kind of went our whole life without getting any sunlight on it, so it would be like quite <laughs> sensitive to the sun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's another thing about being ill. People are always like, oh, if you feel ill, you should sit inside and avoid the sun. And I really think that's completely backwards. I think if you're yeah. ill and you stand out in the sun, you feel yeah. a lot better. I feel like it's a I know you probably shouldn't do it, but I, I've started going to the sunbeds, not regularly, but like once every month. And I genuinely do feel a lot better after I've been because I think it's the vitamin D exposure. But we're told in modern media and things like that it's really bad to be out in the sun which i think is completely backwards i think it's it's like they say everything essentially natural that's always been here and has predated humans is bad for us so it's like why would it why would we be designed why would god design us to be incompatible with the things around us do you know what i mean surely he put things in the game or whatever you want to call it into this reality that it's Almost complement our, our physiology, our physio- physiology, physiology. Yeah, physiology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I was trying to say about three different words there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's facts though. Like, so many people are so misguided. Like, you don't even really need sunscreen. Like, when you look back, right, with the rise of sunscreen coming on, like the invention of sunscreen the rise of like cancer rates because of sunlight went up like like so much higher i believe it is due to the sunscreen it's weakening our skin and it's not making us as resilient to the to the sunlight i believe everybody should be getting like everybody should get sunlight sunlight onto their skin every single day right but a lot of people are just sitting indoors not really doing anything so when they go out they get burnt and then they think they need to put on more sunscreen and whatnot and it's it's making you it's actually making you worse off. Um, I think a good a good remedy, if you are not used to the sunlight, is just use some olive oil on your skin or some coconut oil. Much better. Yeah. Well, you need sunscreen when you've got the sun. What's yeah. that, bro? We've got who one. Need, yeah, who needs sunscreen when you have the sun? Yeah, bro. There we go. There we go. Exactly. It's it, it's a cure in itself. But Ralph Flo, I heard you. I heard you speaking about God. Have you have you changed your mind on on your your standing on God? Do you believe in God now? I don't think I ever said that I didn't believe in God. I do believe in God. I just I just don't know in what um, way I believe in God. If that makes sense. Mm, okay. Okay. I do genuinely. Yeah, I, I do believe that there is a a, a God that created this reality. In, all that jazz. I'm just not sure to what religion that I'd be tied to, if that makes mm. sense. If if any, do you know what I mean? I think me yep. and Ngombe, the whole premise of this channel is uh, the exploration of God to an extent where we're like, possibly it's a simulation. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like mm. God can still be God in the biblical terms, but does that necessarily mean He's not just someone above this reality, if you know what I mean, that's just created us. Mm. Yeah. What's your opinions on that? Obviously, you'll probably take. So what what do you mean by, like, what do you mean by he's just someone above us that created us? So do you think somebody created him or do you think there's more people like him above us? Do you get me? I almost think that, yeah, there is multiple realities and it's i don't know if you've heard of the the russian doll it's essentially this idea that reality is just stacked upon realities and reality keeps going up and up and up and up and up so like the reality above created the reality above created the reality above do you know what i mean so it's just like for infinity is it yeah Mm -hmm. so essentially if you see like the 
introduction of things like AI and us creating life forms now. And we're almost on the edge of creating simulated worlds that are almost indistinguishable from our reality. How crazy, crazy is it to believe that if people become fully immersed in these next realities that um, we're not live, live already living in one of those realities that's been created by something higher than us, if that makes sense. Mm. And where, where do you think we go when we die then? I think we return to our forms from the reality above. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. I haven't really fully thought, thought it through. I, th I think it's we're trying to collate the ideas and thoughts, and then come to a, a conclusion. But I, yeah, I think we're under the impression that it is a it's a scripted reality as well, and it's a simulated reality, basically. Who's this guy? Huh? Oh, I, I can hear somebody's voice. Hmm? Oh, okay. No, never mind. That's a back. That's a background video on my uh, my card right now. <laughs> it's just confusing. I was like, who's this guy? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah else here? just started playing. <laughs> he was oh just my like, god, Hello, everybody. My name's Dallas. <laughs> 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 who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, everyone, wondering. welcome, Dallas. Is here. Yeah, I was wondering who was a. Uh... He, he was i was hearing the noise i was on is it from mine is it from my house or realms but... yeah i have expected my mom to walk in to be honest yeah <laughs> but yeah so what what led you to religion originally then i think i've already asked this question on the other podcast but um what led me to religion i'm trying to think back now I was going through a lot of mental health issues like depersonalization and whatnot. And I just remember, do you go, you guys know Zell, right? I was watching one of his videos back in the day and he was just talking about God and I don't know what it was, something that he was talking about. It just kind of hit me, hit me in my soul, if you want to put it like that. And it turned me from an atheist to a believer. And my belief on what happened there was I believe God kind of just kind of like opened my eyes to it all he kind of like made me more conscious of god because before i would consider myself like an npc do you know what i mean just kind of going from day to day not really thinking too out, out of the box but i don't know what it was in that moment in time it was almost like god kind of like saved me from the npc type of thinking <laughs> um if that makes sense it sounds crazy man but i don't know how to explain it you know what i mean no 100 i think i think there's a lot of home truths in like the bible and things like that and i think Possibly it was written by people who knew the original creator of this reality. And it just explains perfectly how we should operate in this reality to achieve most the best result, if that makes sense. Yep. It's yeah. like the guidelines to this reality. So yeah, no, I can I can completely understand where you're coming from there. Do you pray regularly then? Oh yeah, I'd pray like like every morning, every night, and then throughout the day, whenever I, I feel like calling to pray or whenever I, I feel like I need protecting from something, yeah, I just call to pray. Like that's where I essentially get most of my knowledge on masculinity as well. It's from the Bible. Like that's where it all kind of came from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What sort of things does the Bible talk about in terms of masculinity? Well, it's very big on the idea of like, you know, tra traditional the traditional viewpoint, traditional marriage, men being strong, men being providers, leaders, protectors, and then the women falling back into their femininity, being more submissive and just relaxing into their feminine state. I believe like it's the natural way to live. And if you even look into, into nature, into history, how, you know, like, all right, let's put it like this, right? There's, there's, there's certain tribes in Africa who have not been touched by the, the, the bs of the of the west right how do they live their life it's very natural the men are the leaders the providers the protectors they go out they hunt then you have the women they stay back they, they're, they're naturally relaxed into their feminine um i don't know if you guys have ever watched the the show or the the documentary sort of thing that matt walsh has made on it's called what is a woman i haven't but i want to no. watch it is that the one that's on the daily wire yes yes well he he essentially he went over to one of these tribes in in Africa somewhere, and he was asking them like, "What if a woman, um, 
actually thinks they're a man or what if a man wants to be a woman and they all thought he was crazy like yeah. because they were not programmed they were not influenced by all of this nonsense but they just lived naturally no questions asked it was just the natural order to things and it's represented in the bible as well so yeah yeah i think i may have, I think I may have seen it on twitter actually on the thread but yeah, it's crazy how you can go to a tribe and ask if a woman is a man we're in 2022, we should, shouldn't we send stuff like that? <laughs> That's the world we It's the world we live in, bro. Yeah, yeah. But even if you went back 100 years, if you said that to someone on the streets, they'd be like, are you, are you on crack? Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> see but yeah, it's like today's day and age. If you go and ask people random questions, I don't know if you've seen those, like um, people like in America go, ask random kids questions about the world and what's going on and they have no idea about anything mm. so they must be so easily programmable to just at this point essentially people could just be told anything is true and they would believe it as gospel fact yeah. which is slightly worrying and I, I, yeah I do genuinely think it's because of taking God out of the equation or a, a belief in a God figure absolutely like yeah. if you don't believe in something you can you can fall for anything yeah right? exactly yeah, yeah and i also think with the rise of social media you know the chase for validation you know we as humans we like validation it's just it's just built within us you know to, to try to receive validation from the tribe right with the rise of social media now our tribe has expanded like so much we we look out to the whole world now um because you know we're looking we're looking at everybody's lives through this phone and we all want to be validated so we will not go against what is set as the norm we do not want to be seen as the outsider the outlier and that is essentially why i've got my name outlier you know don't be afraid to be the outlier stand out and have your own beliefs and go against what the norm is today because the norm will will, will lead you down a dark path yeah go towards the light my friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the on the note of like the bible and God versus Satan. I think it's interesting that Satan is often represented as like uh, almost the invert of Jesus Christ. And then you have all the things that's going on in popular culture nowadays where it's like they're trying to invert everything. So it's yeah. almost this promotion of Satan on the big stage and a manifestation coming. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, that, that's a good that. point. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I see it everywhere it's it's in it's in it's it's in, it's in everything right what's your thoughts on you know like music artists in the music industry every time they they get big they blow up right they get all this fame out of nowhere why do they have to kind of put down god why do they have to put down the idea of god like for example just one off the top of my head Lil Nas X oh, yeah. he, he became famous and suddenly he's you know lap dancing on the devil bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like but it's 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 with so many artists if you look into it, yeah. Like one another one off the top of my head is Katy Perry, I believe it's Katy yeah. Perry. Yeah, bro, she is so satanic. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I think we like us on this channel. We subscribe to the idea that a lot of it is a cult, and it's often. I don't. I don't know if necessarily they're conscious of it. I think they think that it's just some cool hip. Like, oh my God, we're going against the system. We're going against mm. God and Christianity in the USA and how it was established. Fuck the patriarchy, whatnot. But I think deep down, there's people that are controlling behind the scenes and they understand that it's almost like this, this occult thing. And I think people, whether they are aware of it or not, are essentially trying to up, upend the ideas of God um, I think there's always been a pushback. It, there's always been this fight between Satan and God where one is trying to best the other. And I think they have different ways mm. of manipulating uh, and, and showing their their like ideas on the big stage. And obviously, like they say, like Satan's the, the God of music. Um, and that's typically where he manifests like through music videos and things like that um, but i think 
to some degree it is like a representation of people knowing occult things like hidden knowledge and they put it in the faces of the masses as sort of not mockery but like we know these things and mm. potentially they believe in in magic and having these sigils like symbols and things in the videos almost gives power to whatever they believe in it's going to make it uh, manifest into reality so I don't, I don't like God wouldn't necessarily give you uh, the magic tool but it, it's like a, a promise from Satan essentially saying that if, if you worship me I will give you all of Earth's jewels and things but it's often quite yeah. shallow so that's mm. how it I, I, I do genuinely subscribe to the idea of like God and Satan but not necessarily in, in biblical terms it's hard to explain I, th- I think it manifests in different ways and i think i think there is a lot of truth to it but i don't think he's a, an actual guy i think it's just the two opposing forces working side by side if that makes sense well energy, it's really hard to say well huh? energies energies outside this reality that's all i see yeah, yeah 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 mm, that's what i see it as well like yeah i would agree with you on that yeah but yeah no i, I, I think yeah like Lil Nas X twerking on the devil and things. I think that's an awful representation <laughs> to children. Yeah, nice. And it's weird that it's weird that that gets promoted in popular media and people are applauding it and saluting it and thinking that's oh, that's, that's such a great, especially for a Christian country as well. You'd have thought there'd be a lot more uproar than that. Um, it's, it's it's not a Christian country anymore. Oh no, hundred yeah. percent. But it's yeah. founded on Christian morals, and so is the UK. Yeah. So is the UK. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very weird, and I think it's just bizarre more than anything. And then you have people talking about actual issues like men's issues and trying to return to nature. You almost get cancelled and called you a conspiracy theorist. I remember seeing a meme a while ago where it was like uh, it was during the COVID times, and it was like a picture of people in hazmat suits walking around with like <laughs> sanitizer sprays and things like that, and it was like yeah. normal people, and yeah. then. There was a picture below, like a frame below, of people like collecting fruits and things like that, and walking in nature. And it was like conspiracy theorist. So it's like, mm. what, how have we, how have we veered so far off the path of normalcy now that we were just subscribed to these backwards ideas? I don't know, but yeah. I don't think the music industry helps at all. Um, well, the music industry in general is just, just spell casting that they put on the masses. Um, like going back mm. to Little Nas, I think. There's one picture I saw this morning with him, and uh, he has the, the shoe which has the Luke 10 18 verse. And obviously, we know that verse is Satan fell from heaven or something like that. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. if you're a Christian, like, you just get frustrated at seeing that, that this is what's popular now. Like, yeah. Satanism almost. Like, you see a rise in Satanism too. Hmm. Well, I think it's it's their own choice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they want to go down that path, look, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, but as yeah. there's the verse in the Bible that says, um, what is it to gain the world at cost of your soul or something like that? You might know. Mm, what, yeah, yeah. What is it to gain the world if you're going to lose your soul? Yeah, I know that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just like the whole morals and the values to it all to the boy. But I, I just I think it keeps you in your in, in a good masculine state as a man. Yeah, and I think it's it's a good a good a good book to follow essentially. Like even let's say let's just let's just throw it out there. Even if it's false, right? Let's say there's not a, there's not an ounce of truth in it. I, I I would still think it's a, it's a good book to follow. I'd still live my life based around that because of how it makes me feel and how. Yeah, how how I think society society would benefit from this way of, you know, going about the world. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I would agree too. And we we we've talked about initially the fall of masculinity. You know how the NPCs now they're, they're a bit they they finished now. Like there's nothing they can do anymore. <laughs> I feel like no. We live in a dualistic world, so I feel like we should touch on maybe perhaps the rise of masculinity as in a sense with and I think self-improvement is one of the 
biggest reasons mm -hmm. for that in the future there'll be a, a small rise in masculinity. I think going back to the connection with the snake and the other balls that Rowan talked about, that in the occult it represents death and rebirth. That's how I see self-improvement. It's, it's essentially the death of your old self to you being reborn. Kevin, like you, through self-improvement, you went through, you became a Christian again, and Christianity has its own story of being born again. So seeing occult symbolism and religion showing the same story, quite crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, every young man should go down this this path if they want to better themselves, if they want a better life for themselves. You know, I see it as two roads to go down. The modern road or or, or pave your own path, yeah. The modern road will just lead to darkness. And I don't really see a good way out for anybody. You're creating a weak generation. Your kids will grow up to become weak, and your whole bloodline will just be weak, and it will end off someday. It will be overthrown by the strong, where you can take control of your life now, pave your own path, and yeah, help your bloodline survive. That's that's how I see it. You know. Yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree. I I do think a lot of people perish, not perish, but that's not like the wrong word. People will definitely suffer for a good thousand years but it's about survival in the face at the end of the day and people are more adaptable and will be mm. willing to change yeah. yeah for sure you know one of the gatekeepers no pun intended kevin but for the rise of masculinity you know, andrew tate and, you know, he's obviously uplifting the modern man to some to some yeah. extent he's often you know he gets accused of being misogynistic which you know, let's be honest it's completely false and every woman that accuses Andrew Tate the first thing that's pops up in their head is misogynistic it's like they went on Google and so that's the first word they see but like going back to the snake itself Andrew Tate himself has a snake tattoo which I found interesting and he's obviously mm. doing his best to make the man more masculine yeah, it was Cobra, Cobra Tate in there. That's his nickname, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on match plus capacity, coupled with my Shira Tafiga team. I can't fucking say it. <laughs> can't speak. What did you say? Too much of a bum nose. I'm, I'm going to do the thing he says, but I can't, I can't do it because my nose is too blocked, I think. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what's your what's your, what's your guys' um, overall thoughts on Andrew Tay? What he's doing and who he is? Do you think he's necessarily good for people or what? Uh, I think it's a bit of both, really. I I, I, com I completely understand where he's coming from. I think he speaks a lot of facts. The only thing I disagree with him about is essentially having multiple partners because I think we should try and preserve the family more than anything. And I think mm. it kind of gets a bit diluted, does the family, if you start to add in a lot of people into the equation. Um, I, th I think what he's saying in premise is completely true and in touch with nature, but yeah, I think we should be more promoting um, the family dynamic more than being selfish and trying to have multiple partners. Do you know what I mean? And you should dedicate yourself to one individual person. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, th I think I prefer more Tristan just because I think Tristan's a bit more level-headed personally i think andrew's more of the guy who's like he's good for camera he's a good character and he's funny to yeah. listen to because he says some really outlandish stuff which is often contains some home truths but tristan's more a lot more level-headed and explains it from a more rational point of view i i, I think though andrew tate is a net positive for men in general what do you yeah, think man. Yeah, Andrew Tate, I'll say both good and bad in a sense. More positive than negative, of course, but in terms of the modern man, you know, he's making them more masculine. But, you know, I feel like his ego sometimes, it may fuel the modern man to think a certain way. Like, I feel like he sets unrealistic, there is unrealistic expectations of what a man should be like. So if they see Andrew Tate on the scene, they may think, this is how I should be, you know. Like he often talks about sleeping with multiple women, which again is just absolute nonsense. But on the polar opposite, he talks good things about you know, 
how to beat depression and how you should be strong and all that positive messages that he presents. And yeah, man, I think overall he's a, he's, a, he's a positive to society. I just think sometimes it's down to the individual to take the good and the bad, take the positive from what he says and neglect the negative. That's sort of like any level head individual. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think in one of your first podcast episodes, you were going in on Andrew Tate. I think the numerology behind his name. And yeah. I can't quite remember what it was, but there was something to do with his name and the the elites, Freemasons, or am I tripping? Yeah, yeah. So basically I've shown the synchronicity, you know, Rowan Rothlo just mentioned before, like you say we live in a scripted reality. So I was just showing a synchronicity that perhaps matched his name to the date that he was born. So like that was what I was trying to show there. He was a pretty organic sync that perhaps shows that maybe Andrew Tate's life may be scripted. Mm. Not by him, by energies outside this reality. Mm. Yeah, it's a possibility. Like seeing how he blew up like he was the most popular person for such a long time uh yeah i wouldn't rule anything out it's interesting yeah, yeah. he always says his dad was a cia agent sorry go on. oh for real yeah yeah yeah. that's yeah. what he says anyway andrew tate says his dad was a cia agent crazy which is interesting hmm yeah, you never know. Like even when he was a, a young, a young guy, like a, a teenager, he was he was brought onto these big TV shows and whatnot to to do things. He always kind of had that popularity around him. My question is, how did he how did he get that from a young age? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm probably just thinking too much into it. Like, yeah. No, you could be completely right, but whether that is the fault of the elites or if it's just completely organic and the reality needs a, a someone to go against the elite you know what i mean like there has to be an opposing force mm. otherwise there wouldn't be you, do you know what i mean i don't know could just be yeah. speculating you could say it's controlled opposition or you could argue that it's completely organic and natural for it to occur yeah. going all day about it to be honest like could be anything yeah it's like if Andrew Tate never spoke you know the modern man would still be living in weakness more people would not have not realized that they need to be more masculine so whether he's controlled or not it, it doesn't matter for me it's just what is what what message is he spreading out mostly he spends the pot mostly he spreads a positive message that's all that matters at the end of the day you know we want we mm. want men to be more masculine and that's what he's doing so Salute him for that and let him keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Well then, think gone, have you got any more questions? No, I haven't got any questions. Have you? No. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. Can do. Do you want to talk about your channel or anything, Kevin? Just so people know and can you can promote yourself. <laughs> um well, if you've made it to this far of the video, I want to say thanks for watching. Yeah, <laughs> my channel is just basically about it's sort of like the mix between God, self improvement, and purpose. So if those topics interest you, be sure to check me out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And be sure to check out his Gatekeepers podcast because that is very. They have a range of guests on there. I Gate, love Gatekeepers. G A T E. All right. a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people yeah. be, be saying, yeah, yeah, gatekeepers. <laughs> make, make sure you, it's G A T E. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're all inclusive over here, darling. Don't want any, don't want any gay people on there. They'll get offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But anyways, lads, thanks for having me on. Like I thought that this was a very good, uh, this was a very good video. No, I, I like I in this. I agree. Very, I really like this, lads, and I like what you're doing. Keep it up. Thanks. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have you got work now? 
I've got work soon enough at four o'clock, so yeah. Oh, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, brother. Quick cold shower and we're ready to go. Let's go. Cold shower. What do you do? You're working in a fast food place, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Do you take the uh, seed oils out of the food before you put it in the fryer? <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. Apparently, if you use olive oil in the in the thing, it will set up in flames. So we have to use seed oils. Really? It's terrible. Yeah. Man. I feel like that's an excuse at the end of the day. Probably is. <laughs> well, yeah. Olive oil is much more expensive, though, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, you'd lose a lot of money. You'd lose a lot of profit, but you'd be saving lives. So. Can you yeah. make fast food with only olive oil? There probably is a way to do it, you know, but yeah. it's just much more expensive, you know. Yeah, yeah. People are broke, you know, so they don't want to spend a little extra money on body for you, even though it's much yeah. healthier. Yeah. Where is it you work? Just to, if if you don't want to answer that question, you don't have to. What's that? Where, like, what fast food place is it? Is it any? Is it a popular place, or is it just like a low key fast food? Oh, place? it's just like um, it's just like a like a. What would you call it? Like a private-owned business. It's it's an oh, Italian okay. restaurant. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hospitality business is fun. To be fair, I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, boys, close a message. Don't eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. It's been a good episode, and hope you guys enjoy it. So yeah, that's it for us. And yeah, <laughs> I still got a bit of work to do, but. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm welcome. Yeah. My physique needs still needs work. Yeah, yeah. We'll all get there. We'll all get there. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to make it. Physique yes. competition. Deadline soon. <laughs> Deadline soon, boys. Let's go. Who's going to win that? Who's going to win? Not me. Whoever Probably made the me. most gains, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Are guys. you in it? Thanks. Am I in it? I can't, I can't be in my own competition, bro. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Yeah, let's let's just end it there. So yeah, guys. Let's end it, please. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week, lads. Peace. Peace. This is the forty-fifth president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of the Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the Occult Pod underscore thirteen. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.